Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Forever Love Podcast. I am your host and Christ-centered relationship coach, Sapphire Lily Matanguiza. And today, I want to share with you the backstory behind why I chose to change my name 10 years ago and why I am choosing to bring it back into my life now. So I was born with the name Sapphire. That's the name my mom gave me. And 10 years ago, I decided to leave it behind. I didn't officially change my name or anything, but I asked everybody to start calling me Lily. And today I'm going to tell you why I made those decisions and how they served me and how they also hurt me and what I'm doing now. I'm sharing all of this not in any kind of prescriptive way, not telling you to do anything differently, but just wanting to share with you some insights into the decisions I've made and what I'm going to be doing going forward. So if you're curious, let's get started. into the story behind my name and all of that fun jazz, I want to just tell you if you're new here or if you're just tuning in for the last few episodes, what this podcast is really all about. You know, I yearn and I strive to create something for single women who have a relationship with God and are feeling lonely in this season, who are feeling challenged by the decisions they have to make on their own, who are feeling like they don't know what to do and they don't know where to get the answers that will support them. And my job as a coach is to help you tune in to the still small voice within I sincerely believe that the answers, I don't have the answers. I have a lot of questions. I have so many questions. And the more I do this work, the more questions I have. I don't have the answers. I have my own answers for my own journey. When I sit and I am still and I listen to the still small voice within me, I find truth and revelation and insights that support me on my journey. And my job as a coach is to help create the space and the time and the intention to help you sort through what you're going through. So I don't tell anybody what to do. I don't prescribe certain actions. I have ideas and I have some courses that I've created. I have challenges that I've put together to help you tune in and I have things that will support you in that. But my job ultimately is to be here with you, to accompany you on your journey, to hold space for you, to sit with God, to reflect upon the issues that you're working through, the ideas you're having, the things that you're trying to deconstruct, the things that you're trying to create and build. I'm here to witness that in you. And I'm here to be honest about my own journey. And today, I wanted to share with you my first name. It has been something that I have 
not hidden, but just chose intentionally 10 years ago to drop my first name and start going with my second name, Lily, Lillian. Technically, it's Lillian. Um, and I'll, I'm just going to share with you why I decided to do that. So when I was born, my mom named me Sapphire with one P because she didn't know it was spelt differently. And at first, when I was a kid, I, I loved my name. I thought it was really pretty. Everybody complimented me on my name. And I liked that a lot. But as I got older, I started to feel uncomfortable with the bigness of a name like that, like it was rare. And it's, it sounds like a kind of name that should be, you know, on a sign lit up, <laughs> particularly. And as I got older, like into my late teenage years, it felt like a stripper name. And I felt like I was acting in ways that were degrading to myself. And I leaned into this version of me that was very erratic, very impulsive, um, didn't care, very self-sabotaging in many ways. And when I got to and when I started this podcast, this is where the story really starts. So if you're curious about all the history of it all. Um, check out episode one, because I kind of dive into it there as well. But I really start this story with you as a podcaster sharing from Lily going forward. And so a lot of you won't have this information. Um, but when I decided that I wanted to just give my life to Christ, I knew something needed to majorly change in my life. I needed a completely new identity. I wanted to be different from who I had been in the past because past version of me was struggling with so many different things. And I wanted that new creation thing, right? I wanted to be a new creation. I wanted a new name. I wanted to be like Paul and just drop the Saul. And what I did was I turned Sapphire into a scapegoat. I turned my past self into a scapegoat and I completely threw her under the bus with the best of intentions. I was like, the old me is gone. The new me is here. It's going to be Lily. And the story behind Lily was it's my grandmother's name. And my grandmother is the most loving, kind, person I knew as a child. She was my hero in so many ways. And I love her so, so, so much. She supported me. She gave me my first experience of what real love looked like. Her love towards me, her love towards her husband, my grandfather, her love towards her children, her love towards her community, her love for God, all of it. It was just, she was just so loving and kind and she always made me feel welcome and seen and she really was so special in her ability to call out the best in me. And so when I wanted to let go of my past identity, I wanted to bring out the parts of her in me. 
And so I chose to, because my middle name is Lillian after my grandmother. Um, and so I went with that and I asked everybody, please, I'm, I'm doing a new thing. I know it's all weird and confusing and awkward and <laughs> I apologize for that. But please call me Lily from now on. And I did that for many years. I built this career as Lily. I, you know, just done a lot. I married my husband as Lily. He met me as Sapphire. And that, that part's really interesting. When he fell in love with me, I was Sapphire. And when by the time we had gotten married, um, you know, so much had changed in my life. And I decided to be Lily. And so as the years have gone on, it's been a good 10 years now. I have been forced <laughs> in many ways, not by anybody, but I guess by God, I guess. I have been forced to reconcile with my past and to integrate my past and to stop avoiding it. As many of you will know, I have spent the last three years living on and off again with my mother. And I had a really hard relationship with my mom for a long time. And so being in her house being called Sapphire because she wouldn't call me Lily. She's like, no, your name's Sapphire. I named you Sapphire. That's what I'm going to call you. So if you don't like it, that's too bad. And so I was forced to just like embrace that again and allow that. I couldn't really do much about it. Um, and allowing myself to forgive myself was really, really important and it took a long time. It took a lot of work. I couldn't do it 10 years ago. I couldn't help but throw Sapphire under the bus. I needed that opportunity to break free from old patterns of thinking, from old behaviors, from old expectations. I needed that opportunity to be like a lily because for me, it was very symbolic. We have these two objects in nature, right? A lily and a sapphire. And to me, the lily represented purity. It represented that resurrection, right? The Easter lily, the tiger lily, the, the, the lily that just comes, it's got like a big long stem and it, it opens up to the heavens and it is fragrant and it is gentle and it is fresh and it was all about growth. And I needed that opportunity and that season of growth in my life. And that was a good thing for me. I absolutely am glad I made that decision. And I'm saying that partly because I am no longer willing to throw past versions of myself under the bus. So I'm not going to criticize the decisions that I made 10 years ago or five years ago or even five minutes ago for that matter. I think I'm done with that. I think I'm done beating myself up. I think I'm done throwing myself under the bus. I think I'm ready. And this is what my healing process and integration really looks like is bringing these different parts of my humanity to the forefront and together and reintroducing them to one another and allowing them to coexist in a way that is healthy and full of integrity rather than trying to squash out certain parts of me and repress certain parts of me it's about healing the brokenness and mending the things that need repair 
So what Sapphire now means to me is that my mom, and she won't tell me the whole story. My mom has a really interesting story, she says, and that the name Sapphire has a lot of significance, according to her, but she wouldn't tell me. So it's a bit of a mystery to me why she gave me that name. But in my own research around just the gemstone directly, you know, it's a symbol of strength, integrity, joy, beauty, balance, wisdom, and truth. And those are certainly things that I would love to be associated with, as well as the gentleness and the purity and the freshness of the lily. You know, a sapphire is timeless and a lily is here for a season. And yet it comes back over and over again. And so these are these two ideas that I am playing with in my life, that I am choosing to be both of them, that I am allowing the challenge of holding space for two seemingly opposite things, right? And finding the similarities and finding the truth that resides in the hyphen, you know, if we're looking at the physical, like the written name, Sapphire, hyphen, Lily, there's so much meaning in the hyphen. Why are we bringing these things together? Why are we bridging that gap? And that's a bit of a metaphor for my life overall. Always trying to bridge the gap, trying to bring two seemingly separate worlds together. And I think that it's my Part of my purpose is to do that in the world at large, to bring ideas together, to bring people together from seemingly opposite ends of the spectrum and show them their commonality, show them their humanness, show them that we are all the hyphen and the dualism isn't as necessary as we think it is and that it's okay it, it is necessary we have to have sapphires and we have to have lilies and yet there's this commonality between them and so in order for me to embrace and do that work in the grand scheme of things I have to do it in the little things I got to be faithful in the little things I have to find ways to integrate on the inside if I want to help serve on the outside in that way. And so that's what I am working on. And it's not easy. It's not easy to, to show those kinds of those aspects of yourself. It's not easy for me. It's not easy for you. And I don't know if you've ever played with your name, or if you've hated your name or love your name. I don't know what your relationship with your name is. But it's an important relationship. Names have a deep meaning, what we call ourselves, the way we think about ourselves, the names that are given to us. And ultimately, you know, when we become, when when Jesus says you are born again, you have to be born again, that means we drop all of the identity stuff. We drop, you know, the ideas of who our parents called us. And, and we really focus on who God says that we are. And in my opinion, you know, we are here for a reason and we can change what we don't like. We have so much power and influence in the world and we can deconstruct our own thoughts, our beliefs, our ideas about ourselves and anything else in the world that we want to. 
We can create and we can deconstruct. And both aspects are necessary. We are constantly destroying and rebuilding. We're doing it on a micro level, like our bodies are physically doing this all the time. Like every cell in your body is being deconstructed and rebuilt. Old ones are dying off, new ones are showing up. Like this is the balance of life. This is the circle. Now we're going to sound like a Disney film, but you know, it's the circle of life. And it's important that we embrace the fullness of it, that each part of it matters. And as much as we change things, and as much as they stay exactly the same, it doesn't change who we are at the most essential level, at the core. Because when you drop all of this stuff, we are created by God for love and with love. And we're here on earth to figure out what that looks like. And it's confusing and it's hard and it's challenging. And I think my job is to, again, hold space for the changes, for the ebb, for the flow, for the wholeness and the emptiness in my own life. And as I learn to do that for myself, to also show up and do it for you, or at least hold that space. I can't do it for you, but I can witness you as you do it. I can support you as you do it. I can pray for you as you do it. I can hold that space, that sacred space where we can meet ourselves and we can look in the mirror and I'll be there to just hold the mirror for you. And the thing about mirrors is, you know, if you look in the mirror and you see someone who's ugly and old and lonely and sad, my job is to tell you, you need a better mirror. Your mirror is broken and dirty and inaccurate. Come over here. Look at this one. It's much clearer. It's much shinier. And you'll get a better reflection of what you really look like. Because sometimes our, our minds can distort the vision we have of ourselves. The vision I had of myself when I threw away my old life was full of shame. It was so burdened and I just couldn't carry that with me anymore and that's why I laid it down right I just couldn't continue I couldn't get married and carry with me the sins of my past I needed to be able to disassociate from them and I needed to heal and change and grow and experience so many new things in life before I could go back and pick up the pieces and put them back together and so I hope you find this episode insightful. It's something I simply wanted to share. I know that as I go forward, I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things. And I don't want this podcast to be about me. Like this podcast is about you. This is about your journey. But this is the journey we're taking together. So I can't leave out who I am as well. Because as I am honest and authentic about myself and my journey. I believe that I create more space in which you can be honest and authentic about yourself. 
and the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Like, I don't want to leave space for shame. And that is why I am trying to create a space that is more inclusive, more compassionate, more loving, more understanding of the full journey of human existence and not limited to religious ideologies or doctrines or specific sections of faith. I want to look at the full spectrum of it and I want to do that in relationship with Christ. And so if that is of interest to you, if I have piqued your curiosity at all, I want to encourage you to follow along. If you know like-minded people who would appreciate these kinds of insights, um, please share the podcast with them. My hope is that we'll have a ripple effect as I do this work for myself. It will impact those around me, those who listen to these messages. And as that changes things, I, I believe we can create a positive ripple effect. And that is my intention. So we're going to start with love and truth and honesty. And that is why I'm here to share with you who I am. Hi, my name is Sapphire. And you probably know me better as Lily. And I'm going to figure out how to incorporate both of those names into my material going forward. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. Again, I don't have all the answers. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about my own faith. I have a lot of questions around my own beliefs. I have a lot of questions. And I know certain truths and those are going to never change. But a lot of things are going to change. And I'm here for all of it. I'm here for the changes that are occurring in my own life. And I'm here for the changes that are going to occur in yours. Because, well, that's the one thing that's pretty inevitable is it's going to change. All of it. The seasons will change. The names will change. The faces will change. The memories will change. The stories will change. And yet they'll stay the same. And so let's let's go. Let's go figure it out together. And if you want some company on this journey, and the reason I wanted to work with single women is because I believe when you're single, you have, you're in one of the most powerful seasons of your life. Not that you ha lose power by getting married. I don't believe that at all. But when you get married, you amplify the power that you have by the person with the person that you're partnering with. And so the more work you can do on the front end as a single woman to make sure that you are the most powerful, strongest, healthiest, wisest, empowered woman that you can be, the better you'll be able to attract an appropriate partner because, you know, like attracts like. And when you're feeling depressed and gross and ugly and shameful and all these things ah, that's not a great thing to attract um so we want to elevate ourselves our mood our intentions our actions all of that stuff so that we can attract a healthy partner and then from there when we bring that together in marriage then we get to amplify the best of both and that's what I want to do in my own marriage. That's what I want to help you prepare for in your journey towards marriage and beyond. Um, and it's really exciting. And P.S. My husband will be coming back to Canada in just a short, couple of short weeks. He's going to be here at the end of April. And I'm really, really, really excited. Um, and we're going to be 
permanently residing in Canada for the foreseeable future, which is a huge weight off my shoulders. If you go back and listen to previous episodes, I talk a lot about our experience of going back and forth between the continents and having a long distance marriage and the challenges that come with it and some of the blessings. There have been some very odd and extraordinary blessings along the way, but a lot of it has been really, really hard and I'm glad it's going to be over soon. So P.S. That's that's the extra little bit that I wanted to share with you. He will be back and hopefully he'll come and do a podcast episode with me or two and we'll see how that goes. And a lot of things are going to change and it's going to be awesome and it's going to be messy and it's going to be hard. And I'm going to take the time I need to figure it all out. And I want to encourage you wherever you are on your journey. Take your time. There's no rush. There really is no rush. You're good. You're okay. You've got this. We've got this. We're moving forward. And I just want to say thank you for being here. It's a blessing to be able to share these things with you. And stick around if you want to hear more. That's it for today. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Forever Love Podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Lily Matanguiza. And if you would like to join us on this journey, go over to Proverbs2426.com slash love, all in lowercase letters, please. Otherwise, it doesn't quite work. But Proverbs2426.com slash love to join the Foundations for Love program. You will get instant access to all of my courses, which include my signature course, Ready for the One, plus the 31-day challenge, the Relationship Starter course, devotionals, meditations, relationship conversations, scripts, and questions to help you get started. Um, There's just a ton of material and resources available to you within the Foundations for Love program. I wanted to give you everything you might possibly need on this journey, plus coaching. You will get private one-on-one coaching with me as part of this program, and you can get started today for just $49 per month. And so I want to encourage you, head over to Proverbs2426.com slash love and get started. Lovely marriage that you can go out and pursue love in a way that is beautiful, healthy, and honors you and your relationship with God. I want to help you make that a reality, and I am here to support you every step of the way. So head over to Proverbs2426.com slash love and get started today.